Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is TV Black Box. Bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello there, I'm Rob McKnight. Welcome to TV Black Box and it's eviction night on Big Brother. The latest big D is none other than Tully. Hey Tully, welcome to TV Black Box. Hi Rob, thanks for having me. Nice to see you again. It's good to see you again and I have to say my household is a little bit sad that you have left... Uh, you were quite brilliant in the house, I have to say, and just trying to play your own game. But there were a few people who just were wanted to stop that from happening. Yeah, Big Brother being one of them. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> yes. Look, he, yes. I mean, he was the biggest cock block. Can I call him a cock block? Yeah, you yeah, can call no. him anything you like. <laughs> <laughs> we have a love. We have a love hate thing. I think he gets it. Yeah, mm. no. Look, I gave it my best. You know, I, I tried to to play my own game, do my own thing, but it was a little bit hard. I had a bit of a disability, a bit of a, a handbrake, a, a um, handicap. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough. I, I have to tell you, after the heartbreaking decision you made to vote Joe, uh, Joe, uh, to vote Drew out the first time uh, in the backyard. And, you know, it really upset you. You were doing this thing against someone that you loved, or could I say still love on some level. You've voted him out for your own reasons. And then as a viewer, it was heartbreaking to see that. And then I didn't want Big Brother to give him another, uh, to give him another chance because everything that you had been through, every twist he'd played, I, I felt like he'd run his race. Yeah, and I think he felt that way too. We had actually a really nice moment that afternoon, which they didn't show, which is unfortunate. But it was kind of the first time that Drew, Tim and I all were hanging out. And that ah. it's wild, right? Because we're so far into the game, but we really just didn't get along like we used to. And this was the first time the three of us were hanging out, reminiscing, talking about our first time round, you know, making jokes. And it was all very positive and loving. And we had a really nice afternoon. But during that conversation, Drew did say that he was kind of over it. Like he felt like he was done. He wasn't, he hadn't been in the best of moods. He wasn't really giving it his all. And he, he kind of felt like, you know, he was, he was done. He knew he was up, you know, for eviction. So it kind of felt like his time was done. And so it, it felt like maybe this is how it's meant to play out. But, yeah, it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. It's interesting because I love the Channel, series, Channel 7 series uh, for its own way. It's a different show to the way it was back in your day. But those are the elements I miss about the show. Uh, I really miss seeing those interactions on a human level. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I love both formats. Again, same as you for different mm. reasons. There are parts of which if I could like take little bits and pieces from both and create my own Big Brother, I would love to do that. But uh, yeah, same with me. And I think what I've been loving is all my favorite memories. A lot of them are going up on 7 Plus, you know, as additional content. And I'm like, this is the stuff that people want to see. Like mm. cut, I don't know, get rid of some strat chat, get rid of something and put these funny clips, you know, whether it's Trev playing commentator, which he did all the time and nobody saw that unless you go 7 Plus, or us making tinfoil hats. Like that's the stuff that people want to see. Us uh, interacting. i tell you what, you've just done the biggest promo for 7 Plus so they can use that. You can have that, Channel 7. Um, well, I mean there's... that. Like, I, I can't wait for those extra clips because that's the best parts, right? Just us hanging out, you know, mm. making connections, making friendships and having a laugh. Absolutely. Um, look, you, you got to see it tonight and find out that Drew did vote for you to be evicted. Uh, you asked him not to do it this time. <sighs> there's, a lot to, there's a lot that comes off the back of this because I feel he manipulated your relationship with him to get you to vote along with him to save Sam and, and you know, to, to vote certain ways. And the one time you asked for it in return, it wasn't forthcoming. Yeah, you'd be correct there, Rob. Uh, look, it was tough. I, I have a bleeding heart, right? And I have so much love for both Tim and Drew. They're like, they're like siblings, they're family. We just say they're siblings, I guess, but they're like family to me. And <laughs> and I would have done anything for them. <laughs> All I wanted, Rob, when I came yeah, back kids, this don't time do that around, with your sibling. What's we're going to let Drew. that. We're going to let that just go. We're going to let that incest <laughs> reference just go. But um, they are like family, you know. And you you mainly love your family, but you also argue and bicker and. All I wanted, once I realized that it was the three of us together again, I thought, well, this is great, right? Mm. Obviously, we actually have the strongest alliance. There was nobody else in this house that has the background and the connection that we had. I thought it was actually a little bit of an unfair advantage to throw three housemates from the same season in. And so I... I stupidly assumed that we would all band together like one big happy family at a family reunion and we'd play together, but that's just not how it worked out. You know, not only was Drew not willing to play with me, Tim didn't want to either, but also Tim and Drew weren't playing together and none of us were playing together. So it was, yeah, it was tough, but I did, you know, we didn't really speak a whole lot to be honest, Drew and I, and people probably won't believe that, but if, if Drew and I were hanging out, surely you guys would have seen it, right? Because Big Brother loves to put the spotlight on Drew and I, but we really didn't spend a lot of time together. The only time he would pull me for a chat was when he wanted me to do something for him. And mm -hmm. the bleeding heart in me and the nine years of friendship, and I guess this still this, you know, little glimmer of hope that maybe we could all work together. I, I was inclined to help him out when I could. And I had helped him out three or four times um, leading up to my own eviction. You know, I, I helped save Sam a few times. I helped save mm -hmm. him a few times. And I really didn't want to have to come back and ask for the return favor. I didn't want to have to ask him for anything, really. Like I didn't, I don't need him. Well, you um, wanted to play your own game, and you made that yeah. clear so many times. And you didn't. You 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 said, "I just want to stay longer than Drew, so that I can have a chance to play this game on my own." You had that opportunity. Big Brother took it away, and the one moment uh, that you needed it back, uh, I can't say I've been a fan of Drew in this series. To be perfectly honest with you, I he turned on the OGs like that. He um, uh, he's basically used and manipulated, I feel, you, and I, I know you're a strong woman and I don't mean it in a demeaning way that you were manipulated, but he used emotional manipulation to try and get you to do and, and your previous relationship with him to get you to vote with him and do him favours. And the one time you needed it, 
he wasn't there for you. And and it, it, I, I still find it really upsetting. Yeah, I was upset too. But are we surprised, mm. Rob? Are we really surprised that he stabbed me in the back whilst looking me in the face? Like, are we surprised? Look, it, it was tough. It was but then, tough. But then, and I... then they will, sorry, Tully, but then they will go to someone like Estelle and have a go at her saying she's a hypocrite who's, she's not a hypocrite. She, yeah, you have to make hard decisions in this game, but, you know, for the most part, I think there are plenty of people like yourself, like Estelle, who have genuinely played up front, an upfront game. And, and I know both of you would have kept the OG alliance all the way to the end. And Tim and Drew, Drew more so, just showed it was all about them. And the tactics he used, if he, um, if he gets through to the final three, people aren't going to vote for that. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, as much as as I agree with you, it definitely in some some regards, is there really a right or wrong way to play this game? Like yes, Estelle I think and there I, is actually. I think well, there's I don't a know way. if there is. I don't think it's do – it, they don't have to be honest with me. It's not in the rule book that you have to tell no, the truth. You know I, I I always told the truth and I stuck to my word and if I looked you in the eyes and said I had your back, I had your back. But the fact that those two didn't, like – can I really hold that against them? They're playing a fierce game. And just because it didn't go my way, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can come out swinging at that. They're just playing a different game to me. And I can leave with my head held high, knowing I played with integrity and that I played with honesty and that I had my people's back. Um, I guess that's up to them whether they can do the same. You know, can they sleep at mm. night with their decisions? Probably. I don't think they're giving yeah, it too they'll much sleep, they'll be fine. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> they probably get a better night's sleep than all of us. I- probably. I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you why. I do find it an issue. You take someone like Taras, who we're now really getting to see the other side of, and mm-hmm. he's playing his own game and he's doing his own thing. He's not pretending to be something he isn't. But you look at Tim, who gets really offended. The moment anyone calls him out on the stuff he's doing, he will turn on them because he do- he wants to be able to do these things but doesn't want to be seen as the bad guy. Drew... You know, it comes into the house. I I can't wait to talk to Drew because I want to know was Sam a strategy for him when he he'll be lucky the- to get that interview, Rob. I don't think he's doing many uh, interviews or, or media mm-hmm. chats. He better do McKnight or I'll blow up. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be um, lucky. I mean, I, I I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, but I think you'll be lucky there. And I'm fair. I'm I, I don't have the bullshit, but I'm fair with my interviews. But um. I, I do wonder with Drew when he went into the house thinking, well, I did well when I accidentally fell into this relationship with this woman I loved the first time. Uh, things started happening with Sam and I do wonder whether he saw it as, I, I, I don't think for one minute he thought this was true love, but maybe a strategy and maybe that was the difference between Drew this time that he really, it was all about winning and getting to the end. But you talk about there's no rule book for playing the game. When The way he turned on the OGs, I think fans of Big Brother have long memories and I don't think they liked it. I don't think he was thinking too much at all, Rob. I don't ah, think he, he was, he was thinking, only thinking with one thing. Is that what I you're don't saying? think he was thinking with his brain too much at all, um, <laughs> if I'm honest. I think you're giving him a bit too much credit. I don't think he went in with any kind of strategy. I know that, you know, he felt like he'd only... <laughs> I mean, let's well, be real. Let's, this, obviously. He's not a strategic mastermind. He's not Tim. He's Drew. They're very different people. No, ah, look, look. But 
can I say one other thing? Tim has played this whole game thinking with his dick. Uh, now, that might seem like a bizarre thing to say, but he got so jealous the moment Drew was with Sam. She's got to go. You know, Drew turns on the OG Alliance, but the moment Drew's in the corner and comes back, Tim's like, all is forgiven, you know. Uh, and I know they're mates and I know they're friends, but let me tell you, I reckon Drew could hit Tim with a car 20 times. Tim's bloodied on the uh, on the floor and he'd say, I'm sorry I got in your way, Drew, you know. <laughs> I think it's funny because when they showed sort of like a, a throwback package to Tim and Drew's friendship in 2013, I had so many people message me saying, oh, my God, is does Tim have a crush on Drew? I think looking back Are now. Are realising that now? I don't think, he, I mean, I know them both better than most people and I don't believe that for a fact. I think it's just more of a case of Tim not really liking sharing his toys. You know, he wants his toys. <laughs> he wants his Fair. toys okay. in his playpen and he wants to be able to use his toys when he wants to use his toys. Uh-huh. And if his toys are being, you know, played with by somebody else and they're not available to Tim, he doesn't like that. I think it's a lot more simple than that, to be honest. But, I mean, who knows? You're going to have to ask the boy. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, You were delayed going into the house because of COVID. It actually worked out from a producing point of view because you got to make this grand entrance rather than turning up with everyone else. And even your first moments in the house, I mean, they couldn't have scripted it any other way. Sam loses the challenge. He's down at the kids' table. You're up the end. You have no idea there's this relationship going on. You go into the house. you, You find yourself sitting with Drew and you're like, Oh, my God, where am I? What am I doing? Are we back in time? Yeah, it was a wild, a wild night to enter. I, it's funny, the things I remember about that night, the whole, from the minute I entered the house and saw everybody, everything's a blur. Like, mm. I thought Taras was a girl. That's, that's how much of a blur it was. <laughs> the next, the, sort of later on that night, I was like, wait, oh, my God, that's a dude. I just saw him. You know how he's, he wears all those kind of long, roby kimono things? Yes. You know, he had the long shaggy hair. Everyone was coming at me. I was meeting a hundred different people at once. And I literally in my head thought he was a girl. So that's how blurry I was that night. Also between you and I had finished off the bowl of champagne in my room before I went in there and to calm, <laughs> to calm the nerves. So I was a little bit tipsy. For that. I cannot blame you for that. But the stuff that I do remember that was really like shatter, not shattering, but like, whoa, for me was when I first got to the house, the compound, I was blindfolded and I was being led around, the, I guess, you know, the back end by somebody, but I could hear Tim Dormer's laugh. Nah, and so that was, yes. the, that was the first indication that I knew Tim was in there. Not that I didn't already assume that. And then, yeah, right before I went, you know, I was shoved into the diary room and walked up the hall in what felt like a forever slow-mo and all those promos, um, <laughs> I heard... I heard the producer, um, someone say to the producer in his ear, camera on Drew, camera on Drew. So those are the moments that I remember because that I guess 
from that moment onwards, I knew that I was at least coming to face Drew and Tim. Um, but yeah, that night was a, a wild, wild whirlwind. Had I known, by the way, that I could, that I didn't get to choose two different people every day for head of house for the VIP mezzanine, I would have chosen different people. I was bullied into that to pick the but two that, boys. There was also a safety with that as well. You know, like these were two people that you still have relationships with on the outside. Oh yeah, I needed, um, I needed the update. I needed the four one one. But mm. they ate all my lollies and. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible partners, terrible partner in crime. So I wish I'd chosen two different people. Um, has this experience this time in the Big Brother house affected those relationships with any of the OGs, specifically Drew and Tim? Uh, you know, you guys all went through something amazing uh, what, ten, almost 10 years ago. You've had a friendship. You've come back into the house. And has they, have those friendships remained? Absolutely. Like by this point, again, and I know it's a cliche, I know people say it, but we are really are family members. And yeah. as I often say, you can fall out with your family members, you can hate them, you can, you know, be frustrated with them, you cannot talk to them for weeks, months at a time. But then Christmas rolls around and we all yeah. get together and we all hug and kiss hello and share a slice of pavlova. So there have definitely been times when I've been off both of them for sure. And um, you know, tonight was bittersweet for me because they both stabbed me in the back, but then, you know, Tim said some lovely things about me. And, and so it's tough, you know, it's tough, but we've got a bond. that's like a family bond and mm. yeah, it's, it's something that you can't really break. And also I think I'm, I'm basically inflappable now, right? Like after the first time around, I had so much thrown at me. Nothing Tim can do or say really affects me. It's in one ear, out the other. It's white noise. <laughs> and I think he, oh, you, I think you he say that, but that. you had a lot of tears, Tully. With him, Tim and I only had one argument and it was very early on. And I think he realized that like, I wasn't just oh, going to give like him more. No, no, just the one argument. And he, you know, he's kind of, we were playing that game. We had to sort of um, shield the balls away and he was trying at me still. He was poking, 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 poking. And I wasn't giving him anything. And I was like, he goes, oh, you're not talking to me now. And I said, Tim, I just, there's just no point, mate. Like you don't listen, you talk at me and it goes round around circles. So yeah, no, it's no point. And I think he realized maybe that, I wasn't the easy target that I used to be. Um, mm. And so he was off to find a new one. But, um, yeah, look, we're, we're always going to be family. You go through moments, you go through times when you want to punch him in the face, but uh end of the day, it's, it's all love. And um, trust me, and I, I wanted to punch those two in the face many, many, many times. I believe that. I, I, your honesty has always been something I've loved about you. Um, I, I feel like there's been two different experiences, not just from the production point of view, uh, between the first time you went into the house and the second time. Obviously, the first time it was essentially live. You had no idea how the audience was reacting. And you obviously went through the big thing of your partner because the problem you faced was you were set up as uh, a role model, whether, you know, with no no thought about your own personal feelings or life. You had a girlfriend on the outside. You've met a person and and the, the beauty about you, Tally, is that you see people, you don't see sexual identity. And, and you know, even within the community, they found that hard to deal with because they wanted you to um, be gay, be the representation and not just be your own person. Uh, when you came out from that experience, was it tough or did you have more support than we're led to believe through what we saw on social media? 
No, it was horrendous. It was so right. tough. I had no support. Um, this time around, I mean, that's probably been the biggest difference this time around versus last time around. The support we get now as housemates is incredible. So and you're talking I, about the psychological support from Absolutely. The yeah, there's a mm-hmm. whole, there's a wellness team, there's a psychologist. I could tell from the minute we got to Sydney and we got into hotel quarantine that this time around was going to be different. I've right. felt so supported. There is someone on hand to call or text or FaceTime whenever I need to. And she's become, she's become a close friend of mine. She's been an amazing help. Sarah has been incredible. But yeah, no, I had I had zero to no support last time around. In fact, I had to reach out to the producers and tell them that I was going to find my own psychologist and they were going to be paying the bill. And they really couldn't they really couldn't say much about it. But I was I like, Listen, to laugh. Course, I just it caused me all this drama. You can pay for it. I'm not paying for it. You pay for yeah. it. You did this. Um, but no, this time around it's been a completely different ballgame, which is great. And was it hard to go back or was it an easy yes? It's an easy yes. Come on. I love this show. Like I grew up with the show. I had the DVD. I had the CD. I had the scratchies. I used to have Big Brother housemates on scratchies and I'd collect them. I can't um, even I've remember in- that. And I've watched it since the very first season. See, I'm a true, true fan. I remember wow. everything. I mean, I've, I've been a member of the Behind Big Brother forum since I was a kid. Like, I mean, I don't know why none of them like me, but I've been on there since uh, I was a kid. I, I had to get out of that forum as well because I got, I got beaten out of there. <laughs> To be honest. They're an interesting lot, aren't they? It's, I feel like yeah. sometimes I'm like, we can do no right. Like you guys nah. are never going to be happy. We've given you ex-housemates. That's not good enough. We've given you this. That's not good enough. Anyway, I've been a, a long-time fan of the show. I used to watch it uh, live stream. I'd sneak downstairs. My parents thought I was in bed and just watch them sleep. So I did to be same. asked to come Amazing. To be asked I, I to used come to back. watch that live stream on 10 and I, I miss that. That's the element I miss about the show, that – that full interaction where you can see Tully get up and not that I know they didn't have the live stream in your series, but, you know, they they take someone and you're just following them around the house in the middle of the night. It was interesting company. There's almost a show just in that. Yeah, I mean, I think they did have kind of a, I mean, they had the uh, BB live tweeting in my series, which was kind Not of the, the closest thing we got. I mean, it was more than what, you know, we get these days. I, and I think that's why, I think, I think that's why I've enjoyed being able to live tweet along with almost every episode, because I feel like I'm able to give the real fans that extra bit of insight, you know, what happened Your after live we... tweeting is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> I, I follow you on Twitter. Uh, it's at Tally, isn't it, or something, which you're using T, I'll say it on my Instagram, T-E-E underscore Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H. There you go. Um, it's just been I, nice. It's been nice to be able to offer because I know when I'm really into a show and I love reality TV, you know, I've loved it since I was little and I love it now. I watch all the all the shows and I love it when I'm watching a show that I'm really invested in and a contestant is live tweeting because you do feel like you're getting that secret behind the scenes insight mm. that you're dying to know. So I've really loved it. It's been tough, like kind of trying to stick to my contract and not give too much away or, <laughs> but, um, it's been, it's been fun for me as a fan of the show, um, to know that, you know, everyone seems to enjoy that little bit of extra insight that they're not catching on the show. So that's been fun for me. Well, Tully, the finale is coming up. I can't wait to see you there. I will be there. My daughter, she's, uh, 16. She has been loving the series and, Gee, she, I mean, we, she can't devour it enough and we're lucky Aww. we get the preview screenings, but um, she's so looking forward to meeting you all. She especially wants to meet you. You and Farmer Aww. Dave, I think, are the two big ones. But, um, uh, you know, congratulations. I'm sorry you didn't get to do the experience without Drew. I would have liked to have seen that. But you were an amazing player, great TV as always, and I actually hope you get to do it again sometime. 
Thank you so much, Rob. Look, fingers crossed. I will go back and do it again and again and again. So, uh, yeah, sign me up. Let's do Big Brother Canada or Big Brother UK next, I reckon. There you go. Now, and, uh, well, Big Brother looks like it's coming back to the UK, but it's not going to be the format we've got. They're going back to basics, apparently. Hey, I like back to basics. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks, Stella. You're a legend. Thanks, Rob. Thank you so much. 